Hello and welcome to Our Dad is Wrong, the podcast where my brother Rocky and I discuss sports with our father Vic using a generational divide. I am Mike. I'm brother Rocky. And I'm father Vic. All right. I'm not a, pri- I'm not a priest though. Yeah, newly ordained I- minister. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Rocky is a monk though. We knew, we do know that. As brother. Yeah, that's well, true. That's, yes. that's true. Yeah, Trained yeah. for many years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were away for uh, away for a week here, Rocky. You were in Houston. Uh, we yeah. were just you know, kind of kind of busy doing some stuff, so we were, uh, you know, coming coming back now. Yeah, here we are. We're back. Yeah. We missed we missed a bunch of stuff, and uh, we keep we are we're always gonna miss stuff. It's... Just to let you know, my base my football picks last week were three and zero. We didn't we didn't do them, but they, I was three and zero that week. Uh huh. Well, well, ne- yeah. I'm glad, well, I'm glad America now knows that you were three and zero last. week. Well, I was because the last yeah. week that we actually did it, I was zero three. So. But anyway, so you got to redeem. Yeah, yeah so, right. I redeemed so when, myself actually. So when you have no actual proof of your picks, then always three and zero. But when let we me say a quick hello show. to let me say a quick hello to my internist, Doctor Aquino. She's supposed to be listening to the one this week. So <laughs> hi, oh, okay. hi, Doc. <laughs> hello, Doctor. Nice. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's jump right into it. Uh, MLB playoffs starting. The all the divi- we're in the middle of the division series right now. Yep. Um. Well, I'm in a bad mood because my Yankees just lost about 45 minutes ago. Yeah, in, so, in, yeah, in yeah two, right? Yeah, but, an extras. Uh, and, you know, I, I'm a little nervous because Aaron Judge is, seems to be reverting back to the old Aaron Judge where he, you know, he's a strikeout machine. Um, I think that his his uh, his quest for 62 home runs threw his swing off because he was swinging for the fences. Now, all of a sudden, he's swinging at pitches out of the strike zone, which he didn't do all year. Yeah, I think it, it, it affected him. It had to, yeah. Yeah. I, and, uh, I think that that is a preposterous thing to say. What, what? do you mean swinging for the fence? He was almost a triple crown winner. He almost had the highest batting average in the American League. What, he right. was like swinging at pitches in the dirt? He, now he is, and he was during the – after he hit after he hit 61. He was fine yeah. till he hit 61. From 61 to 62, his swing changed. He's trying to launch balls. He was swinging at, at, at breaking pitches off the plate, which he didn't do all year. Now he's doing that in the playoffs. He struck out four times today and three times yesterday. Yeah, I, all right. That's a fairly convincing argument, but I don't know. I think it's more likely he's got the yips or like any other baseball player. So you went from preposterous to fairly convincing. <laughs> It yeah, one, well, one you see me, all right, fine, fine. If it makes you happy, fine. I still think you're preposterous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it took more of a mental toll on him anything, than anything, honestly. Uh, for oh, the most part, he what had is, a pretty these guys, good... What are these guys in, in concentration camps? Come on, he has six <laughs> days off between the end of the season and now. Mental stress? Oh, my God. Yes. You know, th- this is like, you know, seeing the Yan- between the Yankee fans and the Mets fans, I feel like I haven't heard one good word about either team this year. The Yankees won 99 games and the Mets won 101. Yep. And just the stench of losers about both of these I, teams. It's Rocky, All you guys can do is complain. Rocky, I, I, as a Yankee fan, as a Giants fan, as a – the fans around here are never happy. Ever. Yeah, ever, ever, it. ever, under any circumstances or situation. It's the most reactive fan base in the world. Aaron That's Judge is me. terrible now. No? Aaron Judge is the <laughs> That's worst. That's not me. Aaron no. Judge is back I, to the old Aaron well, Judge. Well, that's getting me mad, but I don't It's been look, two games. I'm happy. It's been two I'm happy games. when my teams are in the hunt every year. That's all I care about. They I, are, I disagree because you're not happy. Because right you're not happy the Yankees won 99 games. Yeah. I was happy during that. I'm no, not you're happy not, happy. You're not happy during that. You said the Yankees Look, have a, quote, 0% chance of winning Judge, the World Series. You're not Aaron happy. Ju- if Aaron Judge doesn't hit in this series, they're losing the series because they can't score runs without him hitting. It's well, first of, all, first of all, you're talking like you're down 
zero to two. You're it's one one. Right. And you, you won the first game. So, I mean, it's not like the Yankees are playing badly. I think Cole is starting game four, right? You got great pitching coming up. I, I, I Yeah, uh, I don't know. Well, I mean, look, well, I Dad doesn't trust, to win. Well, but. Dad doesn't trust Cole because he's a choker, according to Dad, even though he has a right. three That's right. season ERA. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, Cole stinks. I forgot about that. He's not the pitcher that we were supposed to be getting. Well, he just sure. let up one run in six innings the, the other day. So yeah, against a, a terrible hitting team. We'll see what happens when he has to face Houston. But that probably won't happen. But anyway. Literally, we're in the playoffs. There's no bad teams. What are you talking about? Yeah. Cleveland, Cleveland can't hit. Are you kidding me? They're not a good hitting team. Well, they just scored four runs against the Yankees. So, four I mean, runs. I know. You try, you, you should, if you hold a team to four runs, first of all, they were held to two in nine innings. If you hold a team to two or nine innings, you should win the game. Well, then well, they held the Yankees maybe the Yankees should so stop being bad. Yeah, I don't know. right. I I, I'm with you. I'm with no, you. No, no, no. Look, I, the Yankees are a great team. I, I do think that they'll win the series. I hope that they don't. Right now, there's probably no team that I'm rooting harder for than Seattle just because they're that, you know, great underdog story. Yes, I, I the do. I've been in 20 yeah. years. I think my ideal World Series would probably be Seattle versus San Diego. Oh, Unfortunately, yeah. nobody would watch that World nobody. Series. The lowest <laughs> that, World Series It would be. That's a tough one. Yeah. But I would at love le- it. I at least the it. games starting at uh, 10 o'clock at night or whenever they start would make more sense if they're both West Coast teams. That's something. Right. That's true. Right. I'll never forget that um, that Angels Giants World Series. That was the whole, you know, all the games were starting at ten thirty at night. Right. You know, it would be the same thing with Seattle and San Diego. But I mean, I, you know, who wants to see L.A. in the World, or you know, the Dodgers in the World Series again? Who wants to see the Braves in the World Series again? Let's get some fresh blood. I wouldn't mind the Phillies, honestly. That would be a cool story as well. No, no bite your tongue. What? I just happen to work with a lot of Philly people. It's I don't want that yeah. for that reason. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I don't mind Philly fan bases so much. I'm also very high on the Eagles this year. But, you know, I don't want Cleveland to get in it. So whoever wins between Cleveland and the Yankees, I'll be unhappy. So I'm just not watching that series <laughs> at all. I, I was happy to see Pujols end his, end his career yeah. on such a high note. Yes, yeah. absolutely. You know, it really was, uh, it was great to see. He got really hot in September. I mean, like eight home runs in September. Yeah, so, as, soon as, as soon as he got back to, to St. Louis, it's like he was the old Albert Pujols. I mean, it was I, great to see. Yeah, I mean, it's I think just, he like, felt so, so comfortable fun. there, and uh, he knew it was the end, so there wasn't any pressure on him, really. I believe and, he ended the season with the highest OPS he's had, like higher than any OPS he ever had with the Angels. I, that I believe sense. that is correct. That yeah. makes sense. That, right, yeah. like literally it's like his, right, he's in between every OPS after he left St. Louis and from his time in St. Louis, yeah. Yeah, almost makes you wish he stuck around a little longer, see what he could have done in St. Louis a little more. But, you right. know, he had, he had a great career. You're right, Dad. I'm so glad that he got the seven, what, 703 he ended up with. Yeah. I think so, 703, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, 700 and change, one of the greatest of all time, first ballot Hall of Famer, great oh, yeah. cap off to the career. I was he's also, he's also probably 60 years old at this point. But <laughs> so yeah. it's even more impressive that he was so good. He he's the greatest right-hand is. hitter I ever saw. He greatest in, in my life. Oh, I, oh! In, in his prime, I mean, he was—you yeah. couldn't pitch to him. His I mean, first he, ten he years everything. were maybe the best first ten years of anybody in baseball, except for Babe Ruth. I oh, mean, yeah. it was incredible what that guy did the first ten years. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, the, the other thing, uh, Mike Trout is the other one for like kind of all of these things for like best yeah. first ten years and best right-handed hitter. But you're right. Yeah. Outside of those, I mean, you could say a Rod, but you know, I know the uh, the steroids. The problem with Mike Trout is I ne- I've never seen him play. So I can't yeah. judge on that. No, that's true. Right. I don't think even I've seen even St. Louis in my life. Right. Even yeah. St. Louis is at least right. Like it's only right. an hour for us. So right. It's, yeah. Much easier to say. But right. Yeah. But the um, players so far started off good. I mean, Houston looks really tough. I mean, Houston's going to be tough to beat. Uh, and I'll tell you what, San Diego is really good. When I saw them against the Mets, they they dominated the Mets. I mean, they yeah. got a good team. I think people have been rooting for San Diego to do something for a while because they've been building that team for so long. They've really been making good moves. It feels like they've been unlucky. 
Um, you know, they only had 89 wins this year. They felt like a higher win team than that. And it's a tough draw against the Dodgers. But, right, right. yeah, I mean, you know, look, the Dodgers won 111 games, so they're always going to be Goliath. Right. Everyone's going to want to see them get taken down. And I think the Padres would be a cool team to do it. Well, I think, I, think especially, had, I think if they had Soto all year, they would have won another six, seven games probably. Yeah, fair, fair. Yeah, probably. If they, uh, I mean, they're also in the same division as the Dodgers. So yeah. that always adds a little extra something in the postseason, I think, right. too. And I think yeah. that kind of, you know, not that it gives the lesser team, like, more of a chance, but it's just like you're in their head a little bit more just because you played them so many more times during the year. So it's, you know, you're a little more comfortable seeing them than yep. whoever, you know, the uh, you know if, if the Mets were playing them, for example, the other wild card team. Right. Sure, like sure. that. Stay on the West Coast, the whole series, stuff like that. Right, so, yeah. right, right. Yeah. But I think, I'll tell you what, I think Atlanta Dodgers is going to be a phenomenal series. If, they, if, it, if that's a se- Atlanta Dodgers or Atlanta San Diego, both going to be really good series. Basically, you're saying you just don't want to see the Phillies. Yeah, that, that's basically. that's all you want, really. I can't yeah. stand Philadelphia. By if the I way, could, I don't know if you're I have following. I happened to be there this week, and it re- re- reinforced to me how much <laughs> I don't like that city. But right anyway. now, we're, we're moving to the bottom of the fifth, and the Phillies are leading the Braves 6 nothing. Uh, yeah, that series is tied really? 1-1. So, uh, so, yeah, so. Yeah, not looking great for uh, you may dads. may not get your wish. Uh, yeah, dad's hope. God. Uh, Why well, so much grief so late in my life? <laughs> but, uh, um, but I do think that Houston is the best team in baseball this year. They very well could be. Uh, if you know, the Yankees I, I, yeah. beat them, it'll be a fluke. I think Houston's much better than them. I wouldn't call it a fluke. I think oh, the I Yankees do. are an extremely well-rounded team. I mean, yeah, Houston's great. Obviously, yeah. Jordan Alvarez is sensational. Yeah, um, uh, really, Jordan. Yeah. I mean, Jordan's stats were really like pretty much even with Judge until he got hurt. I mean, and he's yeah. you know, we, and we've seen Jordan get that walk-off home run in Game One, and just yeah. like I mean, he's he's such a monster. That guy. Yeah. By the way, speaking of Jordan Alvarez and people that uh, we've only seen play three times, like Shohei Otani, yeah. um, MVP thoughts. I mean, I'm sure that our thoughts haven't changed. You know, I think we all said Judge last time. Well, I think but, you know uh, it's, it, it doesn't change because it's only based on the the regular season. Oh, the sure, vo- sure, sure. The yeah, votes are in already. I, I don't yeah. look. I think Otani's unbelievable. Yeah. But the season that Judge had, you got to give it to him. I mean, he led the league in everything. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm I'm kind of the same way. I'm I'm more like. Otani every year should be the leader in the clubhouse going into the season. And, like, somebody's going to have to do something to beat him. And I think Judge did this year. I mean, it's just, you know, just an all-time monster year he had. Right. But now let me ask you this. Do you think that your decision is influenced at all by the fact that Otani won the award last year? Like, if he was edged out last year and this year he had, you know, an all-time, you know, ERA and hitting season, you know, would he kind of deserve it? Or are you kind of saying, well, Judge needs an MVP. Otani doesn't have his yet. Because I feel like that does influence my thinking. I feel probably, like, I, I, judge, I like think, that's a tiebreaker. I, I like to think that it doesn't, but I do think yeah. it probably pops up a little bit. In the, I mean, you know, it's the same way, like, like Michael Jordan could have won the MVP for 10 straight seasons. But, like, right. the you know, they just got tired of voting for him at a certain point. So it's like, okay, you're only going to get four or whatever he won. And right. It's like, Jordan, yeah. Right. He, I, he just becomes the benchmark at that point. Right, exactly. And you, and you, yeah, you, he, right. So if somebody has a great season, you'll beat him. But, like, yeah. if until somebody has that great season, we're just going to give him give it to him. Yeah, right. I think what Otani does is phenomenal. I think that, uh, like Mike said, at the beginning of the season, if he has just excellent stats as a pitcher and a hitter, you got to yeah. give it to him unless yeah. a historic season happens like this year. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the that that's that'll be for baseball for now. Let's uh, let's talk a little college football. Mm. Uh, we are about halfway through the college football season now. Things are kind of starting to round into shape. Um, Alabama 
Georgia, Ohio State, and Clemson are, of course, the top four teams. What else is new? Right. It's like, and and the sun came up today also. So, <laughs> uh, what are you guys seeing so far in the college football season? Well, I'd say, first of all, Alabama does not look good. I mean, I know that they're 6-0, and but they could just as easily be 4-2. and They really should have lost to Texas. They could have very easily lost to A&M. Um, so I, the fact that they're still number three in the AP poll, and I realize they're number one in the coaches poll. Um, well, they were number one in the they're, they were number one in the AP poll last week before the win. This there's well, been uh, dropped a third this week, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, I feel like they're just getting lapped by so many other teams. I mean, Clemson and Michigan are both also undefeated. They both look better than them. Tennessee looks better than them. Maybe they don't have the prestige wins. That's but, the, all you, all, but all you've heard from college coaches is, well, you know, you got to win big. That's what these voters are right. thinking about. But they seem to be giving Alabama a pass. Because it's habit. It's habit to vote for them. Right, yeah. it's Alabama. The and best team I've seen so far this year, that I've seen all those teams play once. The best okay. team I saw play was Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio State looks good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure that you're wrong about that. Um, uh, honestly, I'm, I will say, Rock, uh, Alabama's playing Tennessee this week, and that's going to be an yeah. absolutely monster, monster game. Where's that game? I Mike? do think Tennessee has a chance at beating him. Oh, um, they have a great chance. I mean, yeah, and, and, the game. And, and, the game is in Tennessee. It's at night. It's oh, at okay. uh, Neyland. Yeah. So yeah. is that a night I, game? No, it's a day it, no, game. Three thirty. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I feel like it may be the case that the voters maybe don't want to rock the boat until that game has been decided because at that point, you know, Tennessee beats Alabama, they're in the top three. And if Alabama beats Tennessee, maybe they're number one again, you know, depending on how the win true. looks. So that's true. It depends on how, 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 they, yeah, how they win the game. That's, yeah, that's right. What, now, I I mean, w- yeah. Th- a lot of the time, you know, Alabama will win, you know, the national championship or whatever, but, like, they have some close games in order to do that kind of year over year. Sure. Now, yeah. usually you would expect it to come against, you know, the uh, right, like oh, a game like this week where they're playing the number six team in the nation. Yeah. Um, you know, not Texas. Although Texas A&M just plays them hard every year, it seems right. now. And they yeah. kind of have their number, you know, they, they have a really good defense. And and Bryce Young wasn't playing in that game. So that's a huge, huge part of it for Alabama. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I will give you the tech. I mean, the Texas game, they probably should have. I, I hate. I loathe to use the word "should have" because they played they the didn't. entire game, right? And right. they yeah. didn't, and they won. And the other team right. made the mistakes that they had, whatever. And they didn't make the mistakes. But you're right; they could have lost that game. Um, I mean, Texas looks pretty good, and especially when Quinn Ewers is playing, they're oh, they look great. I mean, yeah, obviously I mean, they shouldn't be ranked right now, but Quinn Ewers looks amazing. The, well, I the, see. The, I think they should be ranked. I mean, I think that the you know if if the ranking is supposed to be who do you think are the best twenty five teams or who deserves yeah. to be the best, I, I do think that they're right within that range for me. The yeah. biggest surprise to me in college football this year is the, is the demise of Oklahoma. Oh what yeah, the they heck look so bad. Oklahoma. Oh, oh god, that god. game the other day, forty nine nothing. Oh jeez, yep. that's they lost first time in like fifty years or more than that that they've lost consecutive games by thirty points or more. Oh man, and and Texas is never going to let them live this game down. No, no, no Oklahoma's owned them for the last fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, what what's going to happen to that program? Because I mean, you're right; they they don't look good. They're what three and three now. Yeah, they've lost three games in a row. Yep. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, Texas is the best team of that they've lost to. They've also lost to Kansas State and TCU, but the which Texas are, which are good schools, worst. which are good schools. But TCU, TCU, TCU looks very good actually this year, yeah. but they they have a very you know imposing Kansas team, which feels weird to say uh, next yeah. week. You know that's going to probably be a beat down as well. So they're in hot water right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, are. you know they lost. You know they lost 
a bunch of guys to uh, the transfer portal and stuff, especially after yeah. oh, Riley that, left that's in the offseason. That's a killer. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Now, you would expect a team like Oklahoma to kind of, you know, backfill those positions that they lost and, and get some more guys into the program. Right. You know, after, you know, I mean, look, you can't replace Caleb Williams, for example, the quarterback who went to USC. Like, he's, he's just, right. yeah. I mean, he's going to be one of the top, you know, three picks in the draft probably next year. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, they, they even got a pretty good quarterbacks, but they just, I don't know. There's just, there's just something wrong about the program. I don't know if it's Brent Venables just isn't a head coach. You know, he's the, been, he was the longtime defensive coordinator at Clemson. So they yeah. really went in a completely opposite direction with their head coach from Lincoln Riley, from Bob Stoops, who were both like these offensive masterminds. Right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like the, Bob Stoops retired. He didn't go someplace else, right? No, Bob. So Bob Stoops, uh, he got fired. I thought he retired. I think it was like a. He half got fired from Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, I think I think it was like a half and half. I think it was like a like eh, we're kind of like enough. Yeah, um, oh, and they saw and they saw how good Lincoln Riley was, and they were like, right. "Well, we want him to be the head coach for the next you know thirty years." Yeah. Now that hasn't okay. worked out, obviously, because he left and went to USA. But so, so Stoops announced his retirement from coaching in 2017. But in 2019, he came out of retirement to coach in the XFL. Oh, um, yeah, you know yeah, what? They, I remember that now. I remember. Yeah, that yeah, now. yeah. Okay. And apparently, he was also the interim Oklahoma coach for their uh, bowl game last year. Yeah, this year. last year. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So that's yeah, what he's been cool. up to. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it's uh, I don't know, Mike. You you watch college football very closely. Who's the team that you think is on the outside now looking in that has the best chance to get in the playoff? Uh, I think it's Tennessee. You think it's Tennessee? And I th- yeah, yeah I, think, I think Tennessee's really, really good. I think Hendon Hooker, uh, their quarterback, is – I mean, he's really, really spectacular. He's um, – I, I don't know if he has the arm to be like an NFL quarterback, but he is right. a great college quarterback. I mean, yeah. he just yeah. doesn't, doesn't turn the ball over. He runs this offense really well. He can run when he has to. Um, he's, he's really good. And they just, they score so many points and it's just such an offensive game. Now, uh, they're doing a really nice job there. So yeah. if they lose a squeaker this week to, uh, Alabama, they could still sneak in. You think? Oh well, yeah. They also have to play at Georgia. At Georgia. Oh, that's tough. Okay. That's going to be a tough game right. too. Right. But I mean, if they win one of those games, they'll probably have a good shot. If they lose them both, they're out. Right. right, but if they uh, if they beat one of those teams, they leapfrog that team. So well, that's right, what, you exactly. know, the, and if they beat both of them, they're basically right, in right, unless right, they right. lose to South Carolina or something. Well, you yeah. know, right. the Georgia game is probably the more important game for them, even just because if they win that, then they can make the SEC championship game, and they would have right. You know, the the again, assuming they win out the rest of their games. Um, right. But if they make the championship game, say they lose to Alabama, beat Georgia, and then lose to Alabama again, they're not going to get into the playoffs. I, I would be very surprised if a two loss team okay. made right. it this year I, I mean you know it, it wouldn't be completely unprecedented i mean you know we still haven't had any uh, really yeah. wild weeks i think in college football I guess right week no, no 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 for sure right. right i mean yeah, look, yet, if, they, if they if they lose twice to bama well here's the thing though if they lose twice to bama but they beat georgia and you know there's like th- and let's say clemson ohio state alabama are in at that point yeah right if the fourth well, team be... is between right a one-loss Georgia and a two-loss Tennessee, but Georgia lost to Tennessee, I don't know yeah. which way they go in that in yeah. that situation. And, 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 and the Ohio State the Ohio State Michigan game is going to be huge too because the winner of that game will probably get into the playoffs. 
Georgia's got Presumably, four games yeah. in a row, so they're versus Florida, who are not ranked, but they're four two. Yeah. They got number six Tennessee. They're at number sixteen Mississippi State, and at number twenty two Kentucky. So they have a really Those tough schedule tough games, coming up right? too. Yeah. So I mean, these are all. I mean, it's, it's going to be you know, pardon the pun, but it's going to be a dog fight for these teams. <laughs> um, you oh know, nice, God. nicely done. Oh my God! Uh, <laughs> I, I really was not thinking of the pun when I said it, but I had, you know, I had to use I w- it. Well, one say, of those I'm, teams, at least, is certain, you know, one of those three teams, if not two of them, are definitely going to be in the BCS, you know, national championship CFP. playoff. CFP. CFP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, CFP. <laughs> right, right, right. I, uh, track. I can't wait till they expand that because then there's no arguments. Then, uh, oh, yeah, they're, push, they're pushing to do it. Uh, the ACC just came out, I think, today or yesterday and said they're, they're really pushing for it for the next yeah. uh, couple of days. Um, nice. We – I will also say – this is not even, like – to brag or anything but like for the last three years basically at this point in the season i was able to point at the team and for 2019 lsu for 2020 alabama for 2021 georgia you're basically able to point at the team and say like i think they're probably the favorites they're probably going to win this year like you just you just saw something a little bit different about them a little that makes them you know a little bit better I don't see that with anybody. Like, I can't tell you who I think is going to be the national yeah. champion this year at this point. That's better. I like that better. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. There, yeah. There's no perfect teams out there. It doesn't seem like, you know, good teams are stomping each other into the ground. Or right. one team is, you know, especially right. dominant. Like we're saying, Alabama's squeaking by. Georgia's got a tough schedule coming up. I don't think they're going to destroy all those games. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's good just not knowing what's going to happen week to week. It's it's bad when college football is predictable. Yes. Yeah. I, yes. I, I will say I don't think Clemson's going to win. I just don't think the Clemson offense is good enough to win, but their defense is crazy good. So, like, you know, they could, yeah. Yeah, they could yeah. win a couple of, uh, you know, it's most crazy good games. in the ACC. I mean, That's well, they also allowed but 45 points crazy. to Wake Forest, so, you know. It, well, Wake, For- well, Wake Forest is one of the best offenses in the, in the uh, Yeah, college, sure, but, yes, but, I mean, but yes. you know, it's yeah, not yeah, an yeah. invincible defense. Also. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah, if you, uh, if you do, you can beat them. Yeah. Um, Who's the Heisman Trophy winner, Mike? At this moment, uh, you know, I don't know. Hold on. Yeah, good question. I, yeah, I'm actually. Yeah, hold on. I mean, usually as far as the season, we have you know a leader in the in the clubhouse. Yeah, hold on. I'm, I must be forgetting somebody. I wasn't even thinking about this. Uh, I mean, right now it, it's C.J. Stroud. It looks like. I mean, he's yeah. He's, yeah. he's the odds-on favorite by quite a bit, actually. Yeah. Um, and his stats. He's great. Back that up. He's yeah, he's great. also he's again he's there's no such thing as a can't miss prospect for right. yeah. for draft purposes. Uh, he is you know he he's about as close as you can get. It looks like he's got the size. He reads the defense really. Well. He gets the ball out really quickly. Right. Um. You know he doesn't run a lot, which you know you generally want more in a modern quarterback. But he's like the yeah. prototypical exactly what you're looking for from a pop from a pocket. But he can, but he can run. He can run. If he doesn't to. really. Uh, not really. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he, that's not really his thing. Yeah. But he, I, the, when I see him play, he looks like he's he's very good moving within the pocket. You know, he avoids he avoids rush moving yes. the pocket. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 right. He's not going to. What's I'm saying? He's not going to scramble for a hundred yards. Right. But you're right. right. He, he he does avoid pressure very well. Uh, but again, he gets the ball out so quickly. Usually, it doesn't even it doesn't even come to that. He's true. getting it out that's in true. under two and a half that's seconds true. all the time. And yeah. with, with that offensive line, he's got a good chance of uh, spending all day well, back to everyone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true. But you know what I do like about him? I do like I, I like watching co- in college quarterbacks that when the pocket starts breaking down, they're still looking downfield at receivers, and he does that. A lot yes. of quarterbacks just start panicking and you know, at, <coughs> excuse me, looking for a dump off or or you know, just take the sack. He doesn't do that. He looks downfield still. No, and again, it's it's easier to do that when you have the kind of receivers that they have. When you have that's true too. Agbuka, you have Jackson Smith and Jigba. I mean, they're just 
constantly Ohio right. State is is just reloading. Yeah. Uh, they have they have two two of the best probably top ten running backs in, in college football too. Yeah. Um, they're just they're they're great. Yeah. Not to uh, transition into the NFL discussion or bleed into it or whatever, but I, it. I think I think it's fair to say that Matt Rule is going to get a college job next. Any guesses as to where he winds up? He may he may end up in Oklahoma. Yeah, I could could be. You know, I just turn that don't. Team around. I just don't think they're going to fire Venables yet. I think they're going to give him. They're going to give him a real shot. Um, where yeah. I do think a job that is not yet available that I do think Rule is going to end up at is Auburn, because I do oh, not think, think Brian. I do yeah. not think Brian Harson's going to make it throughout the the rest of the year. I think if Auburn loses in the next like week or two, they might fire Brian Harson just to get a jump on the Matt Rule train. Really? I think really? Matt Rule's. I think Matt Rule's just going to be able to pick his job. He's a good college coach. You know, he just didn't make it yeah. in the pros, as most college coaches don't. But I mean, he. Wa- but I'm I, I'm surprised he failed so spectacularly in the NFL. Just because I mean, he so, was an an offense. He was an NFL coach for a little true, while. That's true. And, as that's an true. Assistant. That's true. But I mean, remember Nick Saban failed in the NFL. So many amazing. You know, uh, uh, what's his face? Lou Holtz. Um, Lou Holtz yeah, failed. Lu, yeah, Lou Holtz failed. Who is, uh, yeah. what's, his, what's his name Les from Miles. Florida State? Um, no, not Les Miles. Uh, or not Les Miles. No, who am I thinking of? Uh, yeah, oh, no, uh, uh, Steve Spurrier. Spurrier. Or, no, Steve Spurrier. 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 Yep, Spurrier. Spurrier. Well, yes, Urban Meyer also, also yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a long, long list. Yeah, but so, there, I mean, yeah, it's but not super some, surprising. You're always rolling the dice. But there's some guys that, like Urban Meyer, I think every single person in the world was able to look at and say, like, well, that's going to be a disaster. Like, he should not be an NFL right. coach. I don't think so, because I think a lot of people said that about Pete Carroll, too, and 10 years later, where's Pete Carroll? Still head coach True. of the Seahawks, you but know? But Pete Carroll was, it works. A, Pete Carroll was an NFL coach, head coach, before he went to college. Yeah, failed head coach. No, really, his, he had a winning record with the Jets. Did he? Oh, yeah, I think so. I know. I, think, I, know I, th- I thought he was around 500. I, right, I around, he, around he was a decent years. head coach in the NFL yeah. before he went to college. Yeah. So the, I, you can't do that. The one that I always, I always point to is Jimmy Johnson. Oh, came yeah, from okay. Miami and and, right. and just you know t- totally turned around uh, the Cowboys. Yeah, uh, I, Pete, I'm not. I, Pete, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, not to interrupt, Mike. No. Pete Carroll had one season with the Jets. He went six and ten. How about with New England though? His his pro record. He he did go 27 and 21 in three seasons uh, with New uh, England. Okay, before, so he, but, well, you know. They weren't, they weren't exactly world beaters back then. But. No, but but he, he was he had a decent resume in the NFL. He took over the year after they lost to the Packers in the Super Bowl, and they had fewer wins every year he was the coach there. I'm not saying he was an awful coach, but he right. wasn't great. No. He, I, I don't so, think he was ever a great coach with Seattle. He just had superior talent. Well, he made some bonehead decisions. He should have won that second Super Bowl. That was a bonehead decision to pass on the goal line. Well, right, now we're getting into too much of a does Pete Carroll suck discussion. <laughs> I hate Pete Carroll. Be, does Matt yeah, Rule I just think suck? you. I just think you don't like. I don't whether like you Pete like Carroll. it or not. I think. Oh, well, I, I don't like him. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah. the whole uh, yeah. you know jumping ship sure. at USC when everything was yeah, going no, down. That was right. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, that was terrible. And he knew right. exactly what was going on at that school. Absolutely, oh, of course Absolutely. he did. Of course he, of course he did. But that's what I mean. NFL. I mean, college coaches are so you know dependent on recruiting, and that's you know that's a part of it to me that like. We're getting off on a little tangent here, but um, like, like Nick Saban will never win Coach of the Year in college football because yeah. they're like, well, he's got all this talent, right. so it's like he can't have been a. Co- but recruiting is part of being a coach. Correct. Like yeah. that's like like him getting all that talent is part of coaching in college football. In the NFL, it's not. That's the GM's job. But but at this it's point, very recruiting for Alabama probably means these are the twenty-five guys we're going to offer scholarships to. Yeah, he offers them, and they all come. That's yeah. not really hard recruiting because they and don't uh, want to play for him. Yeah. Honestly, Nick Saban is going to get his honor when they, like, rename the championship trophy after him. Of course. Of course. Uh, yeah, like, I'm, not, yeah, right. I'm, I'm not 
I understand. I'm not like that. Right. I'm gonna die on a hill for this one, but yeah, you know, it's it's right. just no. Like but but a, I get it. No, I, do, I get it. I get right, it. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right. But to get back on t- topic here, let's talk about the real biggest story in the NFL: the Giants beating the Packers in London. Ooh. Oh yeah, we talked about that. I I heard that there was some game that happened in the make believe land of London. <laughs> And apparently, it's being counted for actual purposes. I don't know what's going on here. Let me I, tell look, you. I will say, it, it was a great game. Giants defense looks really good. The Giants look like they're for real. They're, they, they don't look bad at all. They have, I, I talked to Mike about this earlier in the week. Yeah. Their talent is still very suspect. Yeah. But they, their coaches are doing the absolute best job in the NFL with the talent they have. I agree. I agree. There's well, no better coaching staff right now than the Giants. And, yeah. and this is something from – we haven't had a good coaching staff since uh, – what? Mike? Coughlin. Well, Coughlin, right. That's yeah. Right. And, and honestly, look, I mean, I'm not making excuses. The Packers have some internal issues right now. I think Rodgers, sure. you know, has lost a step. We don't have, you know, the same receivers. And, and, and there are a lot of other issues going on as well. But – I think a lesser Giants team is unable to take advantage of those issues. Like, I think Giants teams of the past few years lose on a last-second touchdown or something in that game. Whereas this, like you said, they were able to take advantage. Very well-coached team. Those last two uh, plays that Rodgers had, the the defensive line tips, were amazing defensive plays. And I was just sitting there going, yeah, you know, we we got beat. Like, the Giants really played well, were well-coached, and they looked good in the game. They shut them out in the second half. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like the Packers looked bad in the game. I mean, the Packers no. were were fine. Twenty they, points they at halftime. Well, again, it wasn't like the looked, same magical Packers that we've had the past few. Right, years. that right. This thing they look bad for the like for yes. the recent Packers, but they don't right. look like a bad football team. They still no. look like oh, no. a good NFL team. Like Wake sure. Martindale, right. the defensive coordinator for the Giants, is doing a great job of adjustments at halftime. Because every yes. week they come out and they play great in the second half of defense. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of twenty points in the first half, it wasn't like a great showing, and then they shut them out in the second half. Yeah, and I have to say, Joe Barry, who's the, the Packers defensive coordinator, is not doing a great job of that, and we're not and have, utilizing like Jair Alexander right. and a bunch of guys who we should be utilizing. But Rock, they have a they have a good defense. They really oh, do. we have so much oh, talent, yeah. and, and honestly, he figured it out. Barry figured it out last year. A lot of people are calling for his head. I, I, you know, I'm okay with it for now, but we can't like we can't lose to the Jets this week. We can't keep losing these games. You better not, because the I Jets picked them. I, I gave uh, five and a half points, so uh, six and a half points, I think, with them. So you better you better win. <laughs> Um, what, you, you mean you're taking the Packers giving yeah, up six and a half taking points? Taking the Packers, oh, yeah, yeah, minus six and a half. I think that half. is a decent bet, yeah. Um, it's in, in Green Bay, right? It's in yes. Green Bay. Yeah. yeah, they made us go to London, so the game after they're giving us in Green Bay, which is nice. <laughs> well, Green Bay, was uh, London was a home game for them. That's right. I know, I know. I can't believe they even agreed to that. I, you know, I can't they, either. A team they were like the that? last NFL team to go to London. It, oh, I know. That's yeah. probably why um, they had to give up a home game, honestly. Two, Maybe. two things about that game. One is Rashawn Gary the, from, from oh, the Packers. Oh, so good. Yep. He's a local kid. Just want to give him a shout-out. Paramus Catholic. Yeah. Uh, up in North New Jersey. Great player. Yeah. Um, and Daniel Jones, who I said is a good quarterback. I hope you Danny guys are coming Dines. around. He's a good quarterback. I'll tell you what. He's looked great uh, scrambling this yep. year. Yep. He's rushed for a bunch of touchdowns. He looks much more comfortable in the pocket. I don't know that his decision-making is getting much better, but he, he's solid. He's well, not that's bad. My, With like, the lousy receivers they have, right, Mike? They yeah, they don't yeah, have well, look, look, I, look, I will still – because the offensive line is still below average. Like, it's getting – again, getting a little better, but it's right. still below yeah. average. The receivers are not good. No. Um, yeah. It does still worry me that and, – and, Dad, again, I was talking to you about this uh, earlier in the week – is – when he looks like he's he's looked good for like three weeks and his numbers are still not good and that yeah. worries me a little bit about like what what can his ceiling be? But he does so what like he, he, he is, does what he has he to be, do. Right. Well, that's the thing is like is he going to be 
uh, a guy who you win because of or just a guy you can win with? Like, but you wanted to the... be a guy you can win because of, and I'm not but... sure that he... When they, when they drafted Saquon Barkley, what did they draft him? Second overall or fourth yeah, overall yeah, or something? Yeah, second. You know, that this is the kind of team that I presume they were expecting, right? The quarterback can keep you in the game and sort of run the offense, and it, things are kind of built around Saquon. And he is, I mean, he is the focal point of the offense this year, and it's yes. paying off. They're doing For great sure. by him. For sure. Well, the offensive line is very good at run blocking. Not, yeah. not good at yes. pass blocking. Yes, yes, yes. But they're very good at run blocking, and, and Saquon's finally hitting the holes fast. You know, he, I, I'm sure he feels... Healed from his surgeries, yeah. So he's having a really good year now. The only thing he separated his shoulder last week in that game. He's, but, pl- he's playing, this but week. he came back oh, in the game. He's fine. Oh yeah, yeah, he's playing. Yeah, but yeah. you know, it's still it's still something. You know, you just got to be be aware of stuff like that. Yeah. Speaking of uh, injuries, by the way, all the sort of concussion stuff going around for the past wow. couple of weeks. Like, what's been yeah. going on with Tua this and thing, all that? This thing with Tua, really. You know what? I have seen a lot of boxing. You know, when I was younger. Yeah. Right. And let me tell you something. When Tua got hit that first week and got up. And stumbled, I said he's got a head injury. Everybody in America said that. There's not, there's no way that that was a back injury. Oh, absolutely. Don't stumble like that. That guy was out on his feet. Right. You know what happened to me? Like, look, I, 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 my back isn't great. Dad, your back isn't great. Rocky, your back isn't great. Like, we've all like had our backs locked up on us before at some point or another. And it's like, you just, you don't like. I don't know. You don't like, stumble. That's yeah, not that's like not the way it that he, like. right. No. It just uh, it's not. That's not what happens. And right. Like, everyone could right. see it. It was very obvious. Yeah. You know the 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 question. I was, uh, you know, some people who who have played in the NFL that I've you know heard uh, stories secondhand from are saying like like those questions that they ask you on the sideline are like you can accidentally guess those questions correctly. Like they they had people who uh, uh, said. They've answered the questions correctly, and then two minutes later, forgot that they answered the questions. Right. Like, oh, right. Yeah. It's it's like a, and again, it's. Like, I do think that they are following the pro. I do think they followed the protocol probably to to what they were supposed to do. Well, they fired the the independent doctor. Well, I, th- I think them. I think that was because of of the public outrage over the entire yeah. thing. They, I think probably. they were scapegoating it at a certain point. Probably. Yeah. Right. Um, I agree. But I do think that it has to be just a more stringent policy in place for these concussions yeah no i agree and i mean i it does seem to be paying off i mean all of the attention around the tua injury and the fact that the Tua injury happened on a thursday i felt like the following weekend like naheem hines um who i you know was i had him on my fantasy team and about three plays into the game got a concussion and they didn't screw around they took him right out held him yeah. out the entire rest of the game i know chris olave has been in the concussion protocol so you know, who knows if there hadn't been the kind of discussion around it, maybe some of these guys would have gotten thrown back into games. Well, that's so. I, you know, it's sad that it took this to make the NFL take. Yeah, it more I mean, seriously, it's, it's what but... right. it's what happened with Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, yeah. he literally the next day, you know, the next game, the Dolphins could not screw that up again. So right. they, yep. you know, they they held him after the game ent- entirely, right? Yeah, even though he answered the the questions correctly on the sideline and everything, because they have this extra spotter now that was like, no, like he he probably has a head injury. Just don't do that. Right. Yeah, and I mean, look, I, you know, I think that's obviously for us as fans, you never want to see anybody get a head injury. No. You never want to see the stars exiting the game. But at the end of the day, I mean, nobody wants to hear about these guys getting CTE or permanent no. brain injuries. Correct. Correct. I mean, and, and it's just, you know, it's such a turnoff in the entire sport for them to not care about it. I know. Um, so, I mean, so, the, I mean yeah. the junior Seau was that was in oh, you know, God, the, yeah. that was the story for for like two straight weeks. I mean, you'd think the NFL would have some sort of foresight on the. And again, I, I do think they are trying to an extent with it. They are putting more things in place 
Oh, I think they say they care more than they do. Well, yeah. that's, I mean, that's definitely, yeah. but uh, yeah, how, how do I say that? I don't, well, I don't know. Exactly I, I think, the, I think the NFL, the NFL has done more. Like it's not, they haven't gone backwards on concussions, right. but they've done right. more. Right. They, they are, right. but they're, they're moving forward. Enough. Yeah, they're right. moving but forward, they're, but they're only doing enough to kind of appease people. Like, right, they, they're, they're, they're doing they're, it so cal- slowly. Go ahead. Right. Their calculus yeah. is always going to be, yeah. how do we keep the stars on the field for the longest period of time while you know not making people upset? So they're going to do the absolute minimum that they can right. to look good and still keep you know a guy like Tua on the field right. and and that I, I you know without legislation <laughs> we're or, using or we're using the word star very you know what it's, Tua, this is a uh, it's a, the NFL like all sports are very uh, visible to the public yeah and these guys are grossly overpaid for what they do and yeah, they deserve well, it because they can get it okay yeah but so they choose look I'm going to take this chance I'm going to have a five or six year career I'm able to bank twenty million dollars and I'm set for life yeah. There's, there's many, many careers in this country like uh, coal miners and guys that do very, oh, yeah. very dangerous stuff yeah. that are getting, you know, they're, they're making 50 grand a year and putting their lives on the line too. But yeah. so, oh, absolutely. So, you know, we don't really hear about that because it's not in front of us. We don't watch the coal miners work on Saturday afternoon. Maybe yeah, so, no, uh, it's absolutely the case. And I mean, and it is still the case. I mean, look, you know, NFL contracts should still be guaranteed and, you know, all that kind of basic stuff. You're right. It's kind of a matter of degree, not kind. There are a lot right. of people who kind of put their bodies on the line. Right. But you know, in the same way that you would hope that there's you know protections for miners, and every now and then you do hear about oh you know miners have gotten together and you know sued the right. mining company because of X right. Y Z. You know that's not okay either, and, and it's not okay if the NFL treats it. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with right. you. But I think there's a, the public. There's no public outcry for that. Oh, well, public of course, outcry of because you know yeah. we love football. Right. Yeah, a billion dollars in city funds can go to building a new stadium that's owned right. by a billionaire because people love sports so much. That's it's right. The way of the and world. they don't complain, right? The only people right. that well, complain they, is right. the they'll, they'll complain. Party. Like, they'll be yeah. like, they'll spend 30 seconds going like, ah, city probably shouldn't have done that, but yeah. man, I am happy that the team is staying around. That's, that's right. That's right. But yeah. one thing yeah. one thing they are doing is they're they're taking the uh, uh, the football aspect out of it with this, this quarterback hits. You know, yeah. with these this calls on these quarterbacks, it's I was going to say, "Well, did you see the 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 Brady?" Oh, it was yes. ridiculous. That was a joke. Yeah, it was absolutely that ridiculous. Was a joke. That was only because it was Tom Brady. I, yeah. I believe that. But then they had the call the, the other night where the guy hit the quarterback and the quarterback fumbled, and the guy was going over the quarterback to get the ball. They called right for the quarterback. Yeah. Oh, that was that, bad that, too. Oh, that was God. that was better than the Brady one at least. Like that oh, was again, like neither one was good, but at least like. By the letter of the law, he technically did land on top of him. Like right. the Brady one was, I, I don't know what else you're supposed to do. Like right. there's there's no other way to get to the guy unless you like put a pillow down beforehand. It's there's gonna, nothing you can do. It's going to come to two hand touch with the quarterbacks. That's what's going to come down to. In ten years, it's going to be you get two hands on the quarterback before he throws it, and that's a sack. I mean, honestly, honestly, there'd be no helmet catch then. I don't want to. That's (laughs) true. That's true. Um, Look, first of all, the the specific problem with Tom Brady is that soon enough, it's going to constitute elder abuse, and the NFL has to figure out how to touch that. But generally speaking, I mean, look, I understand the refs have a difficult job. I understand that sometimes they're not going to get the calls right. I think what I have a problem with is, okay, you're a ref on the field. Something looks like roughing in the heat of the moment. You throw a flag or whatever. Right. You look at the replay, and it's stupid. Just take the flag back. I mean, it's not like refs can't do that. You're right, that's, Rock. You're that's right. The th- they should be picking up so many more flags yeah. in the NFL than they do. Yep. And, and I don't under- – like, look, again, I, I know it's not the same. I refed intramurals in, in college, and we 
you know, and then I became like a teacher of the officials. We were constantly just teaching people like, look, if you're not sure, throw the flag because you're in the heat of the moment. Think about it for like it's the only sport where you can think about it for right, a second. Exactly. Like, you're comparing intramural football in college to the no, NFL, I, but it's the same sport. It's the same. Like you can't it's reconsider same. a red card five and, minutes later. And, and our right. dad is wrong. Oh, my you're you're God. completely misunderstanding the point. <laughs> yeah, you are wrong. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you, even you're be quite literally you're wrong. You're very wrong. <laughs> yeah. Let me. It, hey, I drive by high school practices now, right? Uh, and you're comparing that to the NFL. No, no. Let me say. Let me say something. Maybe the NFL does it too. The kids practice with um, padded yeah, things those, on their yeah, helmets. They, they, they yeah. And uh, I guess they're attached to that helmet. Why can't they manufacture the helmets and just leave them on during games? They would, have safety helmets that the NFL isn't implementing. There's stronger helmets the NFL could use. But I'm saying these use. padded helmets, honestly, would prevent – because a lot of these concussions happen when a guy's tackled and hits his head on the ground. Yeah, yeah. It's right. not from the hits helmet to helmet. It's when yeah. he hits the ground. But if they had these pads on the helmet, now I think they're not doing it because it takes the sound away from football. You know, it oh. would be, it, it, rather than being a hard hit, it would just be like a little thump. And I well, don't, I think, I think that they think that's going to hurt the game. But they I put little dog squeak toys in there, so it at least yeah, makes it squeak. <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. I, I keep thinking, like, why don't they just play with those things on? You know, no, or, I or manufacture helmets. Yeah, that'd with be them. interesting. Yeah, I, I, I will say, I mean, it's an interesting point that you raised, Dad, because, like, thinking about the guys on the sidelines with the directional mics that are trying to pick up every little, you know, bone crunch that goes on that's in there. That's it, right. Obviously, that's something the NFL does stress, so that could be part of it. Yeah. But, but I, mean, I mean, you're right. You know, it's to, to think that there's no better safety measures the NFL could take. Right. Obviously, at a point, it's because, oh, well, we don't want to lose the aesthetic of the crunch. Or right. we don't want to, you know, make the uniforms look worse or something like that at the expense of players' health. And that's really right. not right. You know, when I played football back in the seventies, the Stone Ages, yeah. you know, we, we had suspension helmets. That yeah. was like, that was the rage back then, and all it was was it kind of floated on your head. Yeah. But when you hit, <laughs> first of all, we we were we were trained to lead with our foreheads into uh, somebody. Of course, so you know, so, you know it was, and and if you got your if you got a concussion, they called it. You got your bell rung. You yeah, come out of the right. game for a while, and you go back in. Right. But uh, but once the air helmets came in. That really helped things because it, then it fits your head and it didn't yeah. move around your head. So why not go one step further with these little pads on the helmet? I think that would be a tremendous thing for them. I agree. Well, that's I, yeah. and, and again, theoretically, if they're using them in practice for safety reasons, right, it should help during a game for safety right. reasons, right? Right. Like, the, right. You know, uh, it's just thinking about it that way because they because they look weird. You know what? People get used yeah. to it in two weeks. Yeah, people got used to the modern football uniforms. They used to play in leather caps. That's right, like, without face masks. The uniforms didn't look stupid once I'm upon sure a the time. face masks looked stupid when they first put them on. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, right. there were no face. Right, there were no fa- in, in hockey, you know, that everybody didn't used to have to wear a visor. People complained about it for four days, and then how about, everyone's used to everybody right. wearing a visor. How about until the 70s, hockey goalies didn't wear masks? Yeah, insanity. That's insanity. Yeah. And I guarantee the day they made them put on masks, people were going, oh, what are hockey players turning into babies now? That's exactly right. 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 The the toughest people get over. You're supposed to lose your teeth. Exactly. It's ridiculous. All right. Let's stay in the. Let's move on to some picks here. All right. What's our standings, Mike? Oh, I didn't do it. Uh, Every week you say you're going to do it. What a great host. Yeah, well, well I'll tell you, I'm, I'm changing my mind. I'm not going to do it. Dad, you All go. Right, fine. Uh, you got, I don't, right. I don't, you got to do it. You know what? I'll tell you what. You go back and do the picks up to this week, after this week, and then I'll take over. You don't, All right. you don't have the old episodes? 
No, but you, you said you were going to do it, so don't back out now. Well, yeah, but a I'm a liar, thing? so the, uh, no, what do we do? do it. Guys, pe- people are tuning out their old-timey radios right now. It's getting to the NFL. <laughs> Come on, let's go. You know, all right, let's, get them to this to... week, and then I'll take over from there for the next all right, 10 weeks. All right, okay. all right, all right. Uh, all right. All right, then you... All right, Dad's coffee. Dad, Rocky, why don't you give us your picks first? All right. <laughs> uh, so these, these are our spread picks. Oh, I had a question, Spreads. actually. Are yeah. we allowed to do over-unders? Ooh. No. 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 Yeah, I would say no right. also. We're just doing okay. picks. Because I, I, I would have taken What is this, draft case? Well, yeah, well, the man, game. T- it's, a, it's a very common thing. To, what are you talking about? Over-unders. Yeah, over-unders, oh I think. Every, people do that all the time. I know. Um, Fine. Well, uh, I, the, you know, all well, of our yeah, listeners across what, the country, I would say pick the under on the Chargers-Broncos game. It's 45 and a half points. I don't think there's any way it gets oh, that high. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm actually shocked that it's who, that high. Chargers against who? Broncos. Oh, Broncos. Okay. Well, the Broncos yeah. scored six points, so that's. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, my first pick is the Chargers Broncos game, though. Chargers are four and a half point favorites. They're at home against the Broncos. I think they beat them by a touchdown or more. Um, Broncos look really bad. Even if the Chargers are a little banged up, their offense is really good. So I think that's a pretty solid pick. There'll be as many Bronco fans there as Charger fans. Oh, well, yeah. But you, you you think that a lot? Oh, well, I mean, yes. Well, that's true yeah, the Chargers yeah. just no don't. Fans, yeah. yeah. No, that's totally fair. But the Chargers do look great. Yeah. Um, so, again, I, yeah. I, the, I will say, the Broncos do have a good defense, at least. Like, they could slow down the Chargers, especially a banged-up Chargers. But Yeah, I just don't see them but scoring not, that at any points. Yeah, look, I'm, right. It's like they literally might not score four points. Yeah, so. you know, if the Chargers win 21-14 to 14 or whatever, it's right, way still under. Win. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Um, all right, second game I'm going to pick. Dallas getting six and a half at Philadelphia. Um, I do think the Eagles are probably going to win that game. I don't think they're going to win it by a touchdown. I, I was going to yes. take that game, Rock. I kind of agree with you. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, Eagles look great. Great. They're 5-0. and They're firing on all cylinders. Dallas is 4-1. and They look good. Right. Yeah. They're saying that Dak could come back this week. I don't think he necessarily will, but Rush doesn't look bad either. He hasn't well, lost the game yet. Yeah, I don't think Dak has to come back. Right. Rush looks yeah. pretty good. Yeah, the and, team and Dallas, overall is humming. And so. Dallas is the only team to beat the great New York Giants this year. That's true. That's true. So they've, they've got a high-quality uh, victory there against <laughs> the Giants. Right. That's right. And, yeah, I, I so, said the, the Cowboys' defense has blown me away this year. That defense is yeah. really, really Much better than I thought. That, Much better than front, I thought. That front seven especially has and been – And their quarterbacks are good too. Their quarterbacks are really yeah. good. Yeah. They look really, really good. Yeah, I just – I feel like if you told me that a 4-1 and one team was getting 6.5 against a 5-0 and o team, you'd have to think that the 5-0 and o team was so amazing and the 4-1 and one team was so overrated, but that's not the case here. No, so. no. No, I um, agree. And my last, yeah, my last pick is Jacksonville plus two at Indianapolis. Uh, um, Indianapolis looks awful, um, but they also look up and down. Jacksonville could lose this game by twenty, or they could win this game by twenty. That's an um, L for you. That's an L. It's an L for That's me. An L for you. Well, I think Indianapolis, kind of, Indianapolis kind of is playing much better. I'm telling you, no. Ryan's playing better. And Jacksonville lost to Houston last week. They got killed by Houston. Come Houston on. Houston doesn't look terrible. Uh, all right, good. Well, that's your pick. That's your pick. Yeah, it is my pick. Jacksonville plus two at Indianapolis. All right. You're going to have an egg on your face. <laughs> Mr. 0 right. 3 two weeks ago. Well, Those I was. I, I was. I was 0 2. No, I would have been 0 3, but we didn't have the the uh, the uh, podcast. Oh, lucky you. No, no, you're 0 3 two weeks ago. Yeah, well, uh, two weeks ago, all right. uh, who's And to be fair, literally, the Jags beat the Colts earlier this year. So, uh, uh, you're. We'll see. Right there. Yeah. Just, I actually saying. forgot about that, but that's true. It's a great argument. So, yeah, Jacksonville right. <laughs> plus yeah. two. Uh, Tre- Trevor Lawrence is disappointed. Big disappointment. 
he, again, it's like he's look. I, I, I kind of Rocky. I'm with you. Like they're so up and down. I think it's like a coin flip on like are right. Are they gonna win by twenty or lose by twenty? And it's only one of those two things. It's not gonna be a close game. It seems. Right. But yeah. I mean, now watch. It's gonna be a seventeen to sixteen game or something. But I'll, ke- I'll yeah, keep an eye. I'll well, keep an eye on that one. All right. Keep, okay. a, keep your phone by you for a text. That's all. Uh, great. Yeah. You know what? Just you the fact that you'll be glued. Text. Just the fact that you'll be glued to the Jacksonville Indianapolis game to show me up means that you've already lost. <laughs> Red Zone, greatest invention in history. Yeah, yeah. They'll even tune that game out. All right, who's next, Mike? Uh, I'll go next. Go ahead. All right. Uh, I was actually surprised. I took all home dogs this week. I didn't. Mm. I, I didn't like expect that until I saw it. Um, my first is uh, Miami getting three at home against the Vikings. Oh yeah. Um, I, you know, again, the Vikings are f- are four and one. they're like they're it's a one o'clock game. Good. Always good. Now that's that's true. Honestly, that's like the biggest thing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah the further you guys he is from prime time. Um, yeah, exactly. It's prime time choker. It's unbelievable. Uh, but I just think my, I mean, Miami's just a good team. They're they've good lost team. two. They've lost two in a row, and it's like it just feels like they're a little bit due. They're banged uh, up. As, on, banged up at receiver. They're ba- but they're gonna play. As far as yeah, I, yeah. I mean, last I saw Hill, Hill and Waddle are playing. Um, I mean, they have. You know they're actually blocking much better this year than you could have ever expected this yeah. offensive line to block. The defense is good, yeah. for the most part. Um, Minnesota Who's quarterback just, is the mic? Is Tua playing? I, no, Tua is not playing. But oh, he's not playing. I think it's going to be Teddy, but I'm not 100 okay. percent sure on that. As long as lo- I'm, this is this pick is basically under the assumption that Teddy's going to be playing. All right. Um, Interesting. Yeah. No, it looks like uh, Skylar Thompson is going to be starting on Sunday. Good pick. Both, doubling down Tua, on it. Let's Tua go. Tua and Bridgewater in the concussion Mike, protocol. So. Mike, Michael Pitt does picks like he plays blackjack. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, wait. I already had 20? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, now nah, I'm sticking by it. Anyway, right. uh, I'm going to move to uh, uh, Seattle, getting two and a half at home versus Arizona. It's a good pick. Uh, Geno like Smith, man. Too. I mean, he is... I don't know exactly. It seems like they, so they don't actually like release the uh, uh, how they do comeback player of the year. Like he, I don't know yeah. if Gino's literally eligible to win comeback player of the year. I think or it can be anybody. Year. I think it's no, it's not. There's like a, there's like real things that like there there are actual like like things you have to do, but they don't release what it is. So really? if it's not Saquon, yeah. So if it's not Saquon, it's Gino Smith is comeback player of the year. He has looked. So good. The ball looks so awesome coming out of his hands. He's the highest, uh, I think he's the highest PFF rated quarterback so far this year. I think he's the highest QB rating in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, it's like, now I don't expect him to do that all year, but Arizona. Why not? He might. Yeah, maybe. He, he was uh, supposed he, to be good he, once upon a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Mike, I, I just don't I got, expect I him got to. bad news for you. Was that? I took him on my DraftKings daily. Uh, Oh, oh God! No. So, Mike, so, you're about to oh, go. Card- card- yeah, card- all right, Cardinals by a hundred. Uh, <laughs> so, just let you know when you're watching the when you get watching the scores come in, you'll say, "Dad." <laughs> <laughs> um, now, Arizona's just they're just not good. They, I, they're you know, just as we uh, said, they weren't going to be. I know, but they're even worse than I thought. I know. They would be. I, I mean, know. the defense is not holding up. The offense is. I mean, Kyler just has completely regressed this year from he's last year. He's too short. If, he's too short. I'm sorry. Well, well, I'll tell you he was short last year. I mean, that's... I know. I know it's going to catch up to you, though. After just... this week, they do have reinforcements coming in because DeAndre right. Hopkins is going to be yeah, back Yeah, Nuke is coming. So oh, he is. Right. But that's, that. right. But that's, but that's for next week. So, yeah. yeah. This oh, week yes, yes, yes. Play yes. Seattle. Um, you know, Kenneth Walker looks really good for Seattle. I, I, it just... 
them getting two and a half at home against a bad team just feels good yeah. to me. Um, and the other one is another team that I'm just very surprised about how well they're playing. I'm taking Atlanta getting four and a half at home versus the Niners. Oh, interesting. I almost took the Niners. Me too. I, I know, You know what? I like every week I will look at the Atlanta spread and go against Atlanta. Like, eventually, I don't know. They just keep doing well. They almost beat uh, the Bucks. Again, they should have had another chance of beating the Bucks last week. Yeah. They're, pl- they're playing at home. Uh, San Francisco's traveling across the country to play this game. I, I'm the San Francisco offense is just not good. I, yeah, I disagree. I, I, I know that I know the defense is is. I disagree. I think Garoppolo is a winning quarterback, and he's he he, he plays fine. They, they, San Francisco's I, a good team. I I disagree, and San Francisco disagrees with you also because they're trying to move on from him as a quarterback. Well, but so. they, you know what? But they, they that's fine. But he's a good quarterback. All I, he does I is win. I just I, I disagree with that also, but uh, so that's your I, I three just, miserable picks, huh? Listen, well, that's when when you're getting uh, getting points, you're picking the the underdog teams. That's, that's true. What well, I did this week. I'm taking the points. All right. This week Again, you're betting I'm not on saying, you're betting on Skylar Thompson, Marcus Mariota, and who's the third quarterback? <laughs> Gino. Gino. Gino Smith. Yes. yes pro yes. Bo- Pro Bowl Gino Smith, as yeah, yeah, he would yeah. be right. right right now. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm not comfortable with any of those, but. All right. uh, just you know, but, you, but based on, but based on what's happened this year, it's just okay. He, and he, Kyle Pitts is coming back this week. I gotta think at some oh, point yeah. they're gonna use Kyle Pitts for real. But yeah, I'm sure for the say. first time ever he'll get proper usage. First he time is, this year they well, used him a yeah, lot. Yeah. Last no, year. you're right. You're right. You're right. Here's why you don't listen to like uh, supposed experts when you when you're trying to bet. WFAN here in New York in the morning yeah. show, you know, Boomer Esiason, ex-NFL quarterback, they do their picks every Friday. So it's Boomer and, and Gio, his co-host, and their uh, their update guy does it. And, and and their fourth guy that they have doing it this year is the janitor from the building. Yeah. And the last the last two weeks, the janitor is 9-0-1. They pick five games a week. Yep. 9 0 and he's running away with the with the title. So, you know, don't listen to the expert. They don't know they know it's just like as much as we know. We should let Gabby make picks on this show. That's true. I should honest, let her throw honest darts. To God, yeah. You know, next just week t- just tell her the two uh, next the two, week like, I'm animals do that. going against next yeah, week. Just tell I'm her two do animals that. going against each other. Pick I'm gonna one put of all, these animals. Yeah. No, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna print out all the games and I'm gonna let her just point to three games and I'll see how yeah. she does. This is uh, our, he, our four-year-old niece. Yes. Here's our pick. Here's our pick. All right. My picks. Here's the winning picks. All right. First pick is Packers minus seven and a half over the Jets. Oh, that's I a, think, that's a okay. Yeah, I think the Je- I think the Packers are going to win this game by two touchdowns minimum. I think yeah. that the, this is the week that they say enough is enough. I don't mm-hmm. think the Jets. I think the Jets are getting way too much hype. New York hype. They're not that good. The quarterback's not that good. They got they they're going to be good, but they're not good yet. I think that's the, pa- the Packers win that. I'll tell I you say, what though. Salah is the best coach they've had in how many coaches? He's good. He's good yeah, coach. He's, he's real good. good. Yeah, I, I see. I think they have a lo- I think they have a ton of talent on that team. I do too. And that's yeah. I, and and I think they're they're starting to gel. They're playing much better now than they were even the first couple weeks. But yeah, they're running yeah, into a buzz, buzzsaw this week. The Packers. Are not uh, yeah, uh, listen. Yeah, if you, right. If if you told me the Packers won this game by forty points, right. I would not be shocked. And I do love yeah. the Packers defense. I think they're going to really really come after Wilson hard. Yeah. 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 Uh, my second pick is the Giants plus six. I don't think they're, they're going to beat Baltimore, but I think. They keep every game close, so yeah. I just think that, uh, and they may they may be a backdoor cover, maybe you know down at the end of the, they may be down ten or something and score a touchdown at the end of the game. Yeah. 
My third pick is the team that is now back. New England Patriots plus two and a half mm. at, in, at, in Cleveland. They had a shutout last week. I knew Belichick would get that defense moving, and they'll they'll do enough to keep the the uh, the Cincinnati running backs off the field. That so uh, one so one game and they're back. That's that's, it. that's all that, it takes. That, that's hey, you gotta love Belichick. That's my three I do picks. I do love Belichick. Belichick's incredible. I'm I think saying. you gotta respect Belichick, but to I def- mean to... I don't know. Look, both teams are two and three. Right. I think that they're both playing about at the level that people expected them to. I don't think the Patriots are a bad pick, but to say that they are back in any capacity seems... The Patriots yeah, are going they, to the uh, playoffs this year. I picked them. They're going to the playoffs. Yeah, we know you picked them. That's why they're not going to the playoffs yeah. this year. I picked them last year and they went to the playoffs. The pa- the, 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 well, right. I don't think they're Yeah, they did, and then they beat the Steelers by three, and the Steelers are one of the... The Steelers might be the worst team in football. They look awful. They New England's awful. last right. in the division. How does it feel, Patriots fans, after hey, 20 years? That's true. <laughs> hey, that we, we got a lot of listeners in New England, so don't don't put them down so bad. Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. Well, we are sponsored by Dunkin' Donuts. America there you right. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, speak, right. we'll speak highly of uh, All right. yes, yes. New England. So, Mike, together. we don't even know who's still in the knockout pool. Because you don't, you're you don't not. Think. We know you're no, not. No, you're I, you guys gave me a, you guys gave me a reprieve because yeah, I had a tie. Yeah, we're yeah, gonna let you make picks. Real. It's gonna have no, an asterisk real. next to it. No, 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 no. no. Wait yeah. a minute. I, just that just I like had... Aaron Judge's steroid field sixty-two home runs, we're gonna put an asterisk next to you if <laughs> no, you win. That's all I'm no, saying. No, because you guys said that I'll give you guys a tie the same way. All right, all right, fine. We all felt right. bad for you. All right, listen. All right, so we doing our picks then? My knockout pick this week is the Tampa Bucks. Tampa Bay Tampa Bucks. Bay Bucks. Okay. All right. Tampa Bay the Bucks. Tampa Bay Bucks. Right. <laughs> um, so I so there's probably other games I'd rather pick. I'm picking Tampa Bay because in my real survivor pool where I've actually picked six games already or five games already, nice. some of the better teams are out. But yeah. I am picking Tampa Bay against Pittsburgh. I think that's the biggest mismatch this week. Me too. Yeah, I I also picked Tampa Bay. That, oh I mean, my that god, was, that was the that was the mo- that was really the original, Mike. <laughs> that was the easiest look at the schedule and pick just like the most obvious game. Yeah, in, uh, I, I will say most games this week point, are real question marks. They're like nine and a half point favorites on the road. I mean, it's I know. crazy. Uh, yeah. One of you guys said that the, the, the Pittsburgh stinks, and you're right. They do stink Me. this year. They're really, really yeah, they're bad. Awful. Yeah. And Tampa's about as healthy as they've been, right? Well, they so. get the receivers back finally, so I think yeah. uh, I think they'll be yeah. fine. And, yeah, and Brady, Brady the interior offensive line is still pretty banged up for them, but yeah, you play you play in Pittsburgh this time of year. You don't have to worry about weather. It's it's they're, yeah, they'll, they'll be fine. And yeah. Brady Brady has historically played very well in Pittsburgh. Yes, also yes, yeah, he, like his something about his stats that just like off the charts. In, yeah, in Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, Pittsburgh's really figuring it out this year. They're they're just not much of a team. So right. no, and look, they uh, with the amount of continued success they've had over the last well, yeah, you of know, course, f- twenty years almost going on. Yeah. Uh, they had to have a uh, stumble at some point and just, like, kind of regroup and, you know. Yeah, and just the fact that they came into the year expecting Mitch Trubisky to be their quarterback. I mean, they pretty much knew it was going to be a lost season to begin with. Just the fact that Kenny Pickett is playing okay is, like, you know, pretty nice, so. Yeah, but, you know, the, th- <laughs> the thing is, like, they still went over 500 last year with, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger last year was not much better than I would have thought Mitch Trubisky was going to play anyway. So yeah. I think they thought they were still pretty good and going to be close. You know, injuries and stuff have obviously hurt them. Well, also. I mean, Watt obviously is an enormous injury. He, of course, yeah. yeah, one of the best defensive players in football. But yeah, even either way. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, good picks. I hope uh, we all win this week's yeah. picks. Uh-huh. It's a way to do these picks if you don't let us know our standings, Mike. So please do that this week. Uh, okay. All right, I'll take over from there. All Great. right. What's next? Uh, all right. So next, uh, we're gonna do our list. 
Every week we do a list. Uh, sometimes in sports, sometimes not. This week we are staying in sports. We are doing the best pl uh, MLB players not in the Hall of Fame. And we didn't discuss it. I assumed we meant Hall of Fame eligible play or guys who have been out of baseball for five years. Oh, like, yeah. Like Mike Trout is not on my list here. Right. He's number one on mine. Oh well, that's no, well, invalid. I know. Yeah, all right. yeah. Players that had play, players that yeah, should yeah, yeah. be in the well, Hall of Fame. Well, so, so we should say not players that are Hall of Fame eligible. Right. Players, players that have that been out for five years. Five. Play, right. Like right. Pete Rose could appear on a list. Wink. Correct. Wink. Correct. Right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. All right. Okay. okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That was why I changed it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. Okay. Yeah, quickly. All right. Okay. You want me to go first? Yeah. Go for it. Go first. All right. Um, I had some, you know, a couple honorable mentions. Uh, Dick Allen is one of my honorable mentions. Was yeah. a dominant player back in the in the sixties and seventies. Mm -hmm. yep. That uh, I don't know why he's not in the Hall of Fame. Um, Al Oliver was another guy who played for Pittsburgh eighteen okay. years. Um, had a three hundred batting average for his career. He had a, a eight hundred OPS. Um, just a, a really good player. Led the league in, in hits a couple times, I think, too. Yeah. Um, Andres Galarraga, honorable mention Ooh, guy for me. Really good honorable yeah. mention. Yeah. yeah. I thought that, uh, you know, he's, he, again, these stats, I don't know why some of these guys are just ignored when other guys that, that are just the same players get in the Hall of Fame. And he's one of those guys like that. I know. I don't get yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Galarraga kind of had like an Andre Dawson like career. And right. he got in the Hall of Fame. So I feel like, yeah, that'd be reasonable. Right. Um, uh, another guy that uh, near and dear to my heart that should be in the Hall of Fame is Ron Guidry, pitcher on the Yankees. Uh -huh. He was the best left-hand pitcher in, in the American League for a 10-year period. Yeah. Won 20 games three times, was uh, in 1978 one of the greatest years of all time. Yeah. Um, he just he was almost 100 games over 500 for his career. He had like a one whip for his career. He was just a great pitcher. And, again, guys guys just got ignored. I don't, I don't get it. I just don't get it. All but, right. Um, um, I, right. I would also sorry I, I I'm of the like if I had a uh, vote for the Hall of Fame like I would vote for ten guys every year like I th think there's a ton of guys who should be in the Hall of Fame who are not yeah there's a background right. so right now. Yeah, yeah yeah just well only because there's so many guys in the Hall of Fame that uh, that shouldn't be there anyway but if if they're there other guys should be there by the way not not to uh, you know make light of the dead but speaking of people who don't belong in the hall of fame bruce Souter died today i, don't I know, know i did just say that he's a come on bruce Souter. he's probably the worst player in the hall of fame oh i think bruce Souter was was uh there's other tremendous. relievers who should be in before him uh well, well, I, I, well, I don't we, agree we, we can we can we all right we can talk about that no, later but he's i don't yeah, agree anyway all right so my uh, top five Hold on, let me just write something down. I, want to... I'm, I tell you what, I'm surprised Gidry didn't make your top five. Well, he was number six, yeah. really. Um, yeah. Number five for me was uh, Lou Whitaker, uh, second okay. baseman for Detroit. And only because he's a middle infielder that played in the 70s and 80s with Alan Trammell at shortstop. These guys were identical players. Except yeah. Lou Whitaker was even faster, had more stolen bases. And Alan Trammell's in the Hall of Fame, and Lou Whitaker's not. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, do they say to themselves, "Oh, we're only going to put one of these guys in"? So, God, what are you saying, Mikey? Think I can no, say yeah, no, no, no. That's yeah. I'm, I'm. I'm saying like, yeah, I. Yeah. I, I just I don't know, get it. If you look at their career stats, those two guys are almost identical. Yeah. Um, number four for me was uh, well, number four and three are kind of like identical kind of guys. Okay. Uh, four was Keith Hernandez from the okay. Mets. He was a unbelievably dominant. Um, 
first baseman. He won 11 gold gloves. He was a close to 300 hitter for his career. I think he batted 296. Very clutch. Uh, OPS over 820. Just a, uh, uh, a great first baseman in that era. And yeah. again, was kind of ignored. And number three is Don Mattingly. Uh, oh, God. I knew you were going to say Don Mattingly. What, 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 why? Did you ever see Don Mattingly play? Oh, my God. Well, look, I, I have Shoeless Joe Jackson on my list, who I know you probably saw play, but I didn't. Oh, all Sorry, right. Okay. <laughs> Mattingly Actually, he's was, not on my list. Look, he's an honorable mention. Mattingly was Who can't really saw him play? Yeah, be, being old doesn't mean you're right. Like, Mattingly <laughs> was, was Keith Hernandez for the American League. I mean, a guy won, you know, uh, nine gold gloves. He was tremendous. If He had five years. That was some of the five best years in the history of baseball until he hurt his back, and he was still a top player after he hurt his back. Um, All right. That's your list. Excuse me. Um, and again, because he didn't win a World Series, that's held against him, where Kirby Puckett was the same player as Mattingly during the same era, but was on two championship teams, and he's in the Hall of Fame. Actually, you know, and I take back about Bruce Sutter. Kirby Puckett might be the least deserving player. In my <laughs> right. Well, okay, well again, and, if he's uh, in, Har- Manning, hold he Harold Baines got to be up there too. I mean, uh, yeah, you know, there's yeah. a ha- yeah, you know, it surprised me when I look at some of the players who aren't in the Hall of Fame. Right. Like, this is just making me mad now. Yeah, exactly. About <laughs> that's but anyway. Rocky. Every I say this every single year. I'm like, that's it. I'm done with the Hall of Fame. Yep. I'm yep. not going to get angry about it. And then every year, like clockwork, I get angry about the Hall of Fame. Yep. And yelling. And yep. Right. Yep. And I, I didn't include any of the steroid guys because I just, you know, we've been through this. I'm, I'm, it's, it's old hat. I just don't want okay. them in. All right, number two for me was Albert Bell. The uh, I love Albert Bell. I mean, the outfielder for the Indians. This guy yep. was, first of all, he was the big, one of the biggest creeps that ever played the game. Yep. yep. But he was unbelievable. They, you know, yep. he, was, he was the best player on that team, and they had Manny Ramirez and Jim Tomei on that team. Yep. Uh, and he was the best player on that team. But – he did things like try to run over and kids over with his car at Halloween and yeah. things like that. So, yep. you know, awful person, yeah, awful person. Guy. But if you look at his stat, he had he had literally seven or eight Hall of Fame years. He should yeah. be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I, I'm just getting over bronchitis. so I'm coughing a little bit, guys. All right. Um, right. My number one guy, Joe Jackson. I know he's on your list, too, Rock. Um, it was proven that he had nothing to do with He was approached for the 1919 Black Sox scandal but didn't take their money and didn't do anything. But because he was approached, he was banned from baseball. And, again, he was probably, next to Ty Cobb, the best player in that era, best yeah. position player in that era. Um, plus, they made a great movie about him. So, uh, there you go. Right? Feel the dreams. But no, That's, that's got to be enough reason, yeah. He's my yeah. number one guy. I thought, I thought you were talking about eight list. men out for a second. Yeah, oh, I no. actually thought the same thing. I was oh, gonna, no, feel yeah. the dreams. Actually, <laughs> yeah. eight men out, too. Hey, he's been but, in multiple uh, movies. Right. Yeah. So that's my that's my list. Who's next? Rock, why don't you go? All right. Well, um, so I, my, I was almost bored making this list because it almost seems so obvious who was going to go on it. And yep. nobody on my list is also on your list. Joe Jackson is actually an honorable mention for me. He's not on the list. He, he's close. But, um, you know, actually when you look at his numbers, you know, I think if he were allowed to play longer – he might have put together a little bit more of an impressive resume. Like, yeah, 356 batting average, but he only had 1,700 hits. You know, his career wasn't that long. It wasn't long. It wasn't long. Yeah, well, right. that, which, right. you know, through no fault of his own, but there you go. A um, couple other honorable mentions. Um, Johan Santana oh, was about as dominant a pitcher as there was in the 2000s, other than Pedro Martinez. Um, multiple Cy Young awards. Was just consistently the best pitcher in baseball for a span of, like, seven or eight years. Um I think he, he belongs and he really doesn't get any love. 
Um, Who wasn't as good as Ron Guidry? Well, you already said Ron Guidry. I'm giving I'm other saying, honorable mentions right okay. in my list. And he didn't pitch a no-hitter either. That was a bogus no-hitter. He technically did, and that's yeah, all he did. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you, but... Yeah. Um, and also, uh, another honorable mention, Sammy Sosa. I mean, look, I, you know, I know you're saying no steroid, guys. This is not the last steroid name you're going to hear. But Sammy Sosa had 609 home runs, 878 career OPS. I mean, even before he started hitting 60 home runs a year, which he did, um, he was still a top player. So I think right. he definitely should be in the Hall of Fame also. All right. Number five for me is the former hit king before Ishiro came along, Pete Rose. Oh. Um, Dad, I know you're not a huge Pete Rose fan because he's more of a compiler. And, I mean, yeah, he compiled. But you know what? He had, he had 4, like a 000. 303 career average. Yeah, a 303 that's, career that's average. That's not 4,000 career average. Is it Hall of Fame? Hits. Yeah. I don't, okay, uh, well, so Al Oliver had a 303 career batting average. Yeah, Pete Al Rose Oliver was had a 14,000 career average. Pete Rose bats. was never the best player on his team, and he bet on baseball. Well, dude, who cares if he bet on baseball? I'm like, the best player's not in the Hall of Fame. Right, Tom Glavin was never the best pitcher on his team. Should he yeah. not be in the Hall of Fame? Who cares? Maybe not. Pete Rose oh. has. Pete Rose, it, look, Pete Rose has 4,200 hits. He belongs in the Hall of Fame. It's stupid that he's not in the Hall of Fame. He should be in the Hall of Fame yesterday. All right, number four. Um, so, I, I look, steroids or not, I mean, I, you know, uh, yeah. of all the steroid guys, Manny Ramirez, I feel like, gets the least amount of love in terms of how people just kind of discount his entire career. Manny Ramirez was such a beast. Now, look, he's got a 312 career batting average, 555 career home runs, never won the MVP somehow, but was always one of the most feared hitters in baseball. Even when he was an older guy, he was playing for the Dodgers, you know, he played for a couple other teams. I, I mean, just a, a, an unimpeachable hitter, always hit for average, always hit for power, was always in the MVP conversation. Juice. Almost every year he played. What? He was, always, he was juice his whole career. Yeah, great. Okay. Um, all right, number three. Is uh, Roger Clemens? Oh my! One of the God. best pitchers of all time. You're well, forgiving Dad, you know, all these guys. Uh, yeah, uh, Dad, how about how about shut up while people are? Yeah, seriously. Right, First of all, Dad, you sound <laughs> ridiculous because he's trying to be the best you baseball are, players who aren't in the Hall of Fame, and Dad's going, "Oh yeah, old, old two tone O'Malley. Oh well, he our, never took anything." Yeah. But uh, I watched him play. Lives, on, he was a middle on. infielder. For 15 years, you've been in favor of uh, the steroid guys getting in the Hall of Fame. Why are you changing now? Yeah, yeah, seriously. But, the, but they're not, they shouldn't be in the top five. Dad's turning to Peter Gaines all of a sudden. Go ahead. Why? If you think they should be in the Hall of Fame, then you should quiet, be supportive you. of them being on the list. Quiet. Go ahead, Rock. Continue. Roger Clemens. Oh, don't just talk. Tell her who to be quiet now. Yeah. Jesus. Roger Clemens is one of the greatest pitchers of all time. He's not in the Hall of Fame. Absurd. 354 career wins. 312 career ERA. Uh, 4,672 career strikeouts. Not in the Hall of Fame. Um, absurd. Crazy. Um, also, yep. third highest war for pitchers of all time. Pitched until he was 176 years old. Um, and did so fairly well up until the day he died. Um, Roger Clemens is a great, great pitcher. Um, number two, Alex Rodriguez. Um, I, I think, you know, if it weren't for the fact that number one is literally Superman, Alex Rodriguez would be number one here. I mean, Alex Rodriguez, almost 700 career home runs. You know, passed by Albert Pujols, which I think is nice because I like Albert Pujols a lot more than A-Rod. But A-Rod, I mean, he was a shortstop with 696 career home runs, 295 career batting average. He won a bunch of gold gloves. He won a bunch of MVPs, won a bunch of silver sluggers. You know, I mean, there was a reason he was the highest paid player in baseball. He was the king while he was in the league for the majority of the time. Um, so Alex Rodriguez, number two. And then number one is Barry Bonds. I'm not going to bore anybody by waxing poetic about Barry Bonds. 
He, he was maybe the greatest baseball player of all time, regardless oh. of what you think about steroids, based on his numbers. There was never a hitter, I mean, arguably other than Babe Ruth, that was as feared during his time as, ba- as Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. That would have been the best time to put him in. Second best time would be right now. I agree. All those guys should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Not, they should apparently be. not, based on the way you've been responding to all of these Oh, the juice. I didn't include them only because eventually they're going to get in. It's just a, a matter of... I, told I, you I disagree with that. 15 years. I think they have a better I, I chance I disagree with you about the... Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa was not a great player before he was doing steroids. He I think that, 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 that was a, that's an invented argument that came about after the steroid thing came about. That's not true. He was true. a first ballot Hall of Famer before the steroid stuff came out. I, I don't know when A-Rod started doing it, but you can kind of tell when Clemens and, and um, Bonds. Bonds started doing it. And those yeah. guys were Hall of Fame before that. Yeah. A-Rod, I don't know. He could have been doing There's rumors he was doing it as a teenager. But I know one thing. Sammy Sosa and, and, and Mark McGuire were mediocre to average players before they started doing steroids. All right. Well, you know what? You had spitball Ron Guidry on your list. so No, I did not. Honorable mention. Oh, Honorable all mention. right. Well, and he yeah, wasn't you, a spitballer. Yeah, well, look. I, uh, there are a lot of allegations against my Ron guys, Guidry. My guys, look, I, I chose to put clean guys that deserve You guys, you chose to put cheaters. Go ahead, Mike. All right, fine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I'll go through my list here. Uh, my honorable mentions, I, there was like a clear cutoff for my honorable mentions, but there's a couple extra guys I want to talk about anyway real quick. Um, so I'll start. Uh, I did Ron Gindry, Albert Bell, Todd Helton were like in like that kind of upper tier of my honorable mentions. Right. I'm glad you said Helton. Helton belongs on. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Think Hel- I think Helton's in, uh, Helton is the, one of the more underrated players. Yeah. I think Helton's great. Yeah. Um, and I have A-Rod and Manny in this, like, top of the honorable mentions list. Yeah. They pr- again, if you just, like, look at the stats and everything, they would they should probably be in the list. The only reason they're not in the top five is because I at least understand why people wouldn't vote for them because steroids were actually against the rules when they got caught doing steroids. That's so totally that fair. To, that, to me, is like, okay, that's enough to keep them off of this list for me. Yeah. A um, couple other guys just just to shout out. Uh, Kevin Brown, I think, was an excellent pitcher when yeah. he was in his time. And, an and, his, and his absolute peak came in the late 90s to early 2000s. Now, he may have been doing steroids also, but the fact that he was doing it when the uh, hitters were doing steroids, I think, was very impressive. Yeah, That's yeah. a good point. Um, yeah. I also, I also have Johan Santana on here, Rock. I don't think he pitched enough to... to That's really, really a big it, knock but against he's, him, yeah. Right, and he's, uh, but he was great. I have Keith Hernandez as well on here, Dad. Yeah. Uh, I have Scott Rowland also, who is an, yeah. a supremely underrated fielder, a yeah. very good hitter. Yeah, um, that's fair. And my and my last one, uh, just to bring up real quick, uh, Louis Tion is a much better player than I think he gets credit for True. as well. Yeah. Uh, he's and he's he's sort of in that same boat with uh, Johan Santana, where I, he just didn't pitch forever. Yeah, he did. You want to see a guy try and pitch like you know 14, 15 years, and they kind of just didn't reach that. But yeah, he yeah, was yeah. an excellent pitcher. Unless you're like Sandy Koufax, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. Um, all right, so number five for me, uh, who I'm surprised neither of... Well, I'm not surprised Dad didn't say it, but I'm surprised didn't come up at all for you, Rock. Raphael Palmero. Who, oh, yeah, yeah. Who, uh, right there, I mean, he didn't help his fielding, and he was the best first fielding first baseman after, you know, in that post-Keith uh, uh, Hernandez, Don Mattingly era. Mm-hmm. And, and kind of nobody has been as good as him since. Yeah. Um, and then he also had, you know, 500 home runs. He also had 300, over 3,000 3, hits. Now, again, he was definitely... Runs, did, he? did he read 600? I think I he may have read 600. Exactly. Not sure. I don't think he did. I think it was like 570 right. or something. 
Yeah. But whatever. I mean, either way. Again, steroids or no, he had an unbelievably good career. Yeah. The steroids didn't help him field. I, <laughs> I just No, it, it's a great call-out. It's a great call-out. Yeah, out. again, again I'm, the thing he's always going to be remembered for, though, is pointing at Congress and saying, yes. I did not do, you know, like, I got, just I got, so... Came up positive the next week, right? Yeah, it was, like, yeah. hysterically fast yeah. that it was, like, very obvious well, that he was doing yeah. but... It's like how Randy Johnson will always be remembered for killing a bird and not his sports photography. Right. I don't know if you guys <laughs> of saw course. Did, did you I see d- this, Dan? Randy I Johnson is now an NFL photographer. Yes, and, and his, you know what his, his logos, uh, his company's his logo, logo is the bird getting killed. Upside down bird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Nick. Sorry, didn't, uh, didn't uh, interrupt. No, it's good. Uh, number four, shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah. We've been talking talking about him. Yeah, he's uh, again, like technically, he's not allowed in the Hall of Fame because he got banned forever. But unbelievable player. Yeah. Yeah. Again, fr- from that era. Uh, number three, Pete Rose. Same sort of. Di- I I understand the argument against compilers. I really do, but I just don't agree with it. Like I, to me, I think being a compiler is like I think it's a tip a tip of the cap. You were able to play yeah. at this kind of a level for such a long period of time. Like I I, I just think that there that that's an impressive thing. Regardless, yeah. he's now, the greatest he's, compiler now, of all time, right? I mean, that's you right. Know, and something that, to do right that. now, like. Right. Now, like, some guys are in the league for 20 years and, like, are just mediocre or whatever players. He was still a great player, even even over that period of time. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Just put him in the- like, you don't think that Juan Pierre wanted to break the hit record, too? <laughs> like, everybody wants to break the hit record. Nobody does. Like- uh, number two for me, Rocket, Rocket Roger Clemens. Yeah. Uh, sorry, hold on. A video just started. Because baseball reference is just starting videos now out of nowhere. Oh, great. So you got an ad blocker. Yeah, seriously. Um, so number two, Roger Clemens for me, just an uh, an absolute bulldog pitcher, pitched for you know four or five different teams, and at every single place was just absolutely unbelievably good. Uh, and uh, you know, MVP as a starting pitcher is so difficult to do. He was able to do it. Um, and then number one, Barry Bonds. I I just I can't imagine seeing a better baseball player in my life than yeah. Barry Bonds at his peak. It was it was magic watching that guy play. A lot fake. of guys did steroids. Yeah. A lot of guys did steroids. Nobody, nobody could do what Barry Bonds did. It was, yeah. and his, I don't. Know, it's just, and again, you're like we were saying before. You can point to when Barry Bonds started doing steroids because right after the home run chase where. Basically, all the press was going to uh, McGuire and Sosa, and Bonds could look at that and be like, "Well, I'm much better than these guys, and I'm not getting any of the press. I should, I should start doing steroids." And then the press is the one who's keeping him out of the Hall of Fame, yeah. which is ridiculous. But that's, uh, I just I, I, look. He, I don't think he would have hit 73 home runs without steroids, but. It makes me thankful for steroids. It was fun right. to watch. Like, you know what? He right. chose could, to do could it. Could he hit 60? Right. I don't, it's just, no way. There were, there were so many guys doing it. I, I yeah. truly believe that more than 50% of the league was probably doing I agree steroids. with that, but there's no and way people, he's in 70 home runs without steroids. And people, uh, pro- probably not 70, but I don't know. Could he have break in the 60 home run? No. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. That, I don't know how much I don't know how much they help. He was I don't a know skinny guy. Specifically. He was skinny, yeah. A great player who was a skinny guy. Next time we're watching some Marvel movie you like, like Guardians of the Galaxy, I'm going to sit there and go, oh, you know, that's fake, right? You know, that's not a real alien. You know, they just made that up for the movie. The movie's kind of cheating. It's not a real alien. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's they should all be in the Hall of Fame. I'm with you guys on that. I just not that it wouldn't make my top five guys, my top five list of guys who really deserve to be in. 
But if you, I disagree. If right. you took Barry Bonds' career pre-steroids and just extrapolated it out to you know age forty season Hall or whatever, he'd be better than everybody else you put on that list. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Even but right. If, I'm not arguing with that. Extrapolate it. Even if you didn't extrapolate, if you just ended his career in 1998, yeah. he's a first ballot Hall of Famer probably before anybody on this list. Yep. I mean, now the post-1998 Barry Bonds was... A video I mean, game it character, was, yeah. It was, it was hysterical, yeah. guys trying to throw pitches to... You couldn't put it in the zone. There was no place in the zone that, that he wouldn't hit a home run. And that's why he got intentionally walked 200 times or whatever. <laughs> he didn't yeah. qualify for the batting title in 2004 because people walked him too much. Yeah. I mean, how many individual baseball seasons are we still talking about 20 years later? Barry Bonds has multiple, you know? Yes. Like, he was just yeah. such, such a legend. I mean, there's no way he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer in my mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, good right. point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, on that note, our dad is all comes you guys, to an end. I, I feel you guys went with the chalk. You know, you went with, like, the easy way out on this. You mean we went with the well, actual best player? No, yeah, yeah, the yeah. So, we made, so we made the top can five list, list of, of steroid guys. But I actually made a list of guys that really, truly did it clean and deserved it. Congratulations. Well, so you failed the right five. way. You made, you, I'm just right, yeah, you made, you made a random five guys list, not, not a top yeah, five not guys. Here's a, a list five of five guys. guys who aren't in the Hall of Fame. That's what you did. I mean, the guys yeah, that not should, a top five guys. That are getting screwed by not being in the Hall of Fame. The steroid guys will eventually be in. I guarantee that. But these guys deserve. Based it. on what? what? They're going to be off the ballot soon. Yeah, they'll get them with the they'll get them with the, the old timer list. The old timer. I list. think the old timers are Maybe. less likely to vote them in. Than I don't sports think so. Writers. The contemporaries. They'll vote them. Yeah, in. we'll see. We'll see. Maybe eventually, but All I, right. I, I don't know. All right, enough, sure. enough, enough. You give me a headache. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I need to go take some Tylenol myself after this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Is that it? Mike? All right. I think that's it. Uh, you can follow us uh, on Twitter at Our Dad is Wrong. You can follow Rocky at Rocky Lotito. You can follow me at Lotito. Uh, you can follow Dad down the street. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, just yeah. sometimes he goes out for a walk. Yeah, um, if yeah. you come knock on my door, I'll talk to you all you want. Yeah, I'll be publishing Don't. his uh, address on my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. All right, see you. Guys. I love you guys. We'll great, great show. Right. Have a good week, everybody. I will see right. you next week. See you guys. Bye. Bye.